the blood. The Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I see the enemy coming in like a flood in our houses, in our churches, in our families. But what I don't see is the standard. People of God, what is the standard at? We're in a war, y'all. It's time to stand, y'all. The Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear, and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, be kind to one another. And now here is Bishop Caldwell. I don't deserve it. I said, well, take it anyway. Because out of all these times that I've come here, you've never deserved a tip. Now see, now some of y'all, you know I'm telling the truth. Now, now. <laughs> but this is where I was headed. I wasn't just being rude. I wasn't being rude at all. But I say, you, you've never deserved a tip. I say, every day we live, we don't deserve God's grace. None of us. And that's how I left it. Just like I went back to that white boy. Where well, you know, we got some old evil people too. But God gives us what we don't deserve. That's the point. It is when we think we start deserving something, people don't even give us a notice, we get all upset. But here's the point. To be tender-hearted is to be pitiful. And I thought about, I thought about that, that song, uh, I think Otis Redding singing. They call me Mr. Pitiful. I know you don't know what I'm talking about. The hypocrite. To be pitiful is to be tender-hearted. It is to show compassion for other people. Amen. You see, that was the charge against number 45. He had no empathy. Amen. And baby, when you all caught up with just you, your husband, Joe, your foe, and no more, you got a problem. If you just care about the people at your address, that's it. You got a problem. Because Christianity says, it's really for the other fellow. I have to care more about other people as much as I care about myself. Do not let this generation and what's going on in it harden your heart until you cannot. So we're to be tenderhearted. Now, just like the word kind comes from the Greek word genos, the word tenderhearted comes from a Greek word, krestos, C-H-R-E-S-T-O-S. The hyphen of the makon is over the E. So it's krestos. And that word also means to be kind. It means to be good. Now, 
I, w- I, want you, I want to show you that. Go to Luke 6 and 35. How kind are you toward other people? How caring? Could we call you Mr. Pitiful? See, when we, 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 we use words in our generation, you just pitiful. See, and we take that as an insult, and I guess we ought to. But if somebody called you pitiful, what would your reaction be? You dropping your purse, you taking your bracelet off, you ready to fight. And don't even know, according to the Greek word, you just been complimented. So if I say, you just pitiful. You say, oh, thank you. I didn't realize that my compassion. <laughs> I didn't realize that my compassion was showing that much. Because that's what pity is. It's compassion. Are you in Luke? All right, Luke 6.35. Okay, let me get over there then. Luke 6.35. Watch this. But love ye your enemies and do good. Don't be slashing no tires, keying no cars. Do good and lend. Watch this now. Hoping for nothing again. And your reward shall be great because God is going to give it to you. And you shall be the sons of the highest. Now watch this. For he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. You want to be like Jesus? Be kind. Be tenderhearted. Don't just do good to those that do good toward you. Do good toward those that are evil toward you. Let that sink in for a minute. You say, well, that's hard. I realize it. In our flesh dwells no good thing. But in the spirit we can love. We can forgive. We can turn situations loose. If we are pitiful. If we are full of pity. If we are full of compassion. You put yourself in another person's place. Yeah. Well, you know, they just keep lying. All they do is lie to me. Let me ask you a question. Who was the last person you lied to? Well, they ain't up for discussion. Yes, it is. Why are we so hard against other people and we do the same thing? Think about it. So to be pitiful is to have compassion and love toward all people. And we as believers have been enjoined to be tender hearted, full of pity. Because God our Heavenly Father in the, in, in the last portion of this verse says, for he is kind unto the unthankful and to the evil. So when people do you something, don't be through with them for the next 50 years. And telling everybody your story. It's just like the guy that caught a little old fish. But when he went back and told it, Oh man, that fish, it, it took me three hours to get him in there. Little old manna. <laughs> so the more you tell people what other people did to you, the bigger the lie going to get. 
Tell your neighbor, let it go. <laughs> Considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Is that word? Okay, so. Now, Jeremiah 31 and 3. Jeremiah 31 and 3. The Bible says the Lord, I know some of y'all, I'll be gone from now, so I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> Jeremiah 31 and 3. The Lord hath appeared of old unto me, saying, Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love. That's a love that lasts forever. It's not conditional, it's unconditional. I have loved thee with an everlasting love. Therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee. The old preachers used to say, you can draw more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. And a lot of us have a vinaigrette attitude. Can't nobody get along with us? Unless it's on our terms. We don't have patience and time for you to catch up with me. Because I'm through with you. That ain't like God. Because if some of you all were, were God for real, like for real, it wouldn't be nobody in here but you. All of us would be dead. <laughs> I don't like the way you look zip. But God is good toward people that are bad toward him. See, when you know where the power is, you can do that. When you know you're empowered by the Holy Ghost, let it go. Because God is going to bring whatever it is that somebody took from you, he's going to bring it back to you. And it's going to be better than it was when it first got started. It is because God, is a, God has already figured this out, the end from the beginning. So everybody in your life is not there to stay anyway. Some people just passing through. But be kind to them on their journey. You remember when Abraham was in the plains of memory up there and those angels came on their way to uh, destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Abraham had, you know, had a meal fixed for him, killed an animal, and was kind. Be kind one to another. Tenderhearted. Compassionate. Forgiving. And that's what I want to talk about now. But before I get there, if you're tenderhearted, and I believe you are, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. Some people. <laughs> Some people. Some people, I look at them, I don't trust them. But when we talk about doing the Jesus thing, I'm supposed to be tenderhearted, pitiful. And have compassion on people. And not writing people off. Not that quick. But there's something that happened in the life of Job. You know, he had one funeral but ten bodies. Can you imagine all ten of your children in a casket? In caskets, right lined up in front of you. And your wife saying, in your ear while you... All full of sores and she's in your ear and she said, cuss God and die. Now we already got the kids dead, now you want me? 
you, you telling me to curse God and die? All that was going on with Job, right? But let me show you something. And God is trying to help every one of us in here. Now he put it out there. It's up to us to receive it. Job 42 and 10. Don't you ever forget this. Job 42 and 10. So with God's loving kindness and with God's tender mercies and his love for us is unchangeable and you look back at all the stuff that we have done against him, all the things we've said to other people about themselves, but we never make midterm corrections on our own life, but we know what everybody else ought to do, shame on you. Job 42 and 10. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Now you wonder why your blessings are blocked. Because with your mean self, you don't understand why you got all that stuff going and all those ulcers being generated in your in your, in your belly and, and okay so your husband left you and he went and remarried and he got a whole nother family you still alive you know God hates divorce but he allowed man to do it anyway so why in the world would you punish yourself sitting up there you know babysitting hate man now all those folk came to Job and said Job now you know you you ain't, ain't no way all this stuff happening to you. What have you done, Job? Job hadn't done anything but live. Because the Lord is the one that said to Satan, have you considered my servant Job? I hope he called your name today. Because some of us, it, what is it going to take to wake some of us up? Amen. Amen. I, ain't, I don't wish nothing evil on anybody. I'm not a voodoo doctor. But I'm saying that we have an opportunity to feel better about life, to, 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 to have a life filled with goodness and kindness and love and forgiveness. We have an opportunity to do all that. Do not spend the rest of your life dragging some hurt feeling with you. Don't let that identify who you are. Learn how to love. Learn how to laugh. Learn how to be happy. I ain't got nothing to laugh about. Go to the mirror. Before you put your makeup on, go look in that mirror and say, whoa. The Lord want to help all of us. Love is the key to going on. Love is the key to promotion. And when you love people and you love God, then what they do to you won't be so devastating because you make excuses for those that you love. Amen. Now, of all that Job had gone through, Job prayed for his friends. And the Lord turned the captivity of Job and gave Job twice than what he had. Now we wonder why so many of our blessings are blocked. You might say, well, I'm doing all I can. And then this and that. God says, well, no, 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 no. What you're not doing, you have not let that hate factor get away from you. You have not 
cast that. You've not gotten rid of, you know, the hurt that was done to you. You're still justifying the way you treat people. And the Lord said, that ain't right. Do I treat you that way? Well, they came against me. God said, I can't even, I don't even remember. I don't remember the many times you came against my word. And the reason I don't remember is because I've cast your sins as far away from you as the east is from the west. And I don't remember. But here we are stuck on this planet. We remember everything. It's okay if you're going to remember to forgive. So what does it mean to forgive? It means to send forth. It means to let it go. So if I let it go, then what's going to happen? See, you're too busy. Follow the instructions. Let it go. When Job let it go, what did God do? He gave him twice what he had. Amen. Job 42 and 10. Don't you ever forget that. Hating people, not forgiving people, that does not benefit you. Amen. Does not benefit you. I have more, but I'm, I'm going to give you two scriptures and then I'm through. Now, when we talk about loving one another, being kind to one another, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, Christ's sake, has forgiven you. God didn't just forgive you because of his love for you. He forgave you and me because of his love for his son and his son's love for us and God's love for us. And love ought to lead us to forgive people. Psalm 78. Since you're right next door to it. See how simple it is? Go to Psalm 78 and 38. Be kind one to another. Tender hearted. Forgiving one another. Even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Psalm 78 and 38. But he Oh my God, being full of compassion, forgave their iniquity and destroyed them not. Yea, many a time turned he his anger away and did not stir up all his wrath. What compassion. And there's not a person in here with good sense sitting up here thinking I deserve the right to be here today. No, you don't. No, you don't. It is by the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. He's given us another day to rejoice and to be glad in it and to love people and to love God and to love our neighbor and to love ourselves. And to be tenderhearted and compassionate toward one another. Feel what one another feel. You know, she lost her husband. He lost his wife. They lost their children. It's not, I knew that was going to happen down there on Sprague Street and they doing all them drugs. You don't know. Where is your empathy? But it's okay when you have a home invasion and they take your TV and almost take your life. Then you won't. To go on TV and tell everybody what they did in your house 
while all this stuff swirling around you, you have not lifted a finger to help anybody do nothing. We need to consider ourselves and what we are doing toward other people and what we're not doing. If we take care of our heart, God will take care of the rest. He'll do it. Because God is a God that is full of compassion. He forgave their iniquity. And you know what's so beautiful about this verse? I don't read where they ask him to. But that's what he did. What is iniquity? It's lawlessness. Is not caring, is doing your own thing. Last verse of scripture, Luke 23, 34. God knows where we are, he knows what we're going through, and he wants to help us through all of these obstacles. But we have to give him love to work through us with. We can't be giving hate to the Heavenly Father and asking him to help us hate somebody. That's not going to happen. God is love, he's not hate. So we need to get ourselves together. Say these words, I need to get me together. Now notice the statement, but let me tell you how to do that. Let stuff go. There's no other way to do it. Because to forgive is to send away. All right. In verse 32 and 34. And when they will come to the place which is called Calvary. There they crucified him. And the male factors, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. So much for their empathy. So much for their pity. They didn't have any. And when people walk out on you in the middle of your confused state, they don't care about you. When people forsake you and you've done so much for them and now you have a dilemma on your hands and these same people don't show up to care about you or to help you, they don't care. But you don't let one person's lack of empathy cause you to change your mind about Mankind. You and I and we as believers must love one another. The white people must find a way through the cross to reach over to us in brotherly love. We must find a way. And, and I must admit, a lot of my ancestors and yours down through the years have tried to get along with white people. They have. They, 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 they wash clothes, dishes, butts. All that. And still they were mistreated. And put up for sale. But some way and somehow. God has seen. The seed of our ancestors here today. And we need to be grateful. And we need to look back and see what happened to them. 
so that by the grace of God, we won't have to repeat that same lesson. And the best way to do that is to get registered and vote. You got to vote. You got to vote in this midterm election. Don't just wait till November to vote for the president, whoever that might be running. We need to vote in October. That's where the damage is being done. Thank you, brother, in Congress. So we got to use the same system that they're using to keep us down. We got to go through that same system to get ourselves up. Wisdom is known of his children. And we have to do that. We in this world, we have to do that. Amen. We voted for Jesus and we got elected. You, you got to do that. So I'm encouraging you. If you have an 18-year-old in your house, get them registered. That's what we need to do. Every head bow, please. Father, we thank you for this time. We thank you, Lord. For your Today's message, be kind to one another. FC3098, FC3098 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885. Or you can mail any request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119, or email us, greenwoodacres at Know Your Bible Radio Broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is... I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago and gave these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you said those words and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans. 
verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you. Now I see.